that you look upon us with your eyes of love. That you remember your promises to us. That you call to account our prayers to you, O God. Jesus, take your place. As King of Kings, take your place. As Lord of Lords over our lives. We dethrone every other thing. May you be the ruler over our hearts. From now until eternity. We worship your majesty. We glorify you. We lifted up our king. In Jesus name we worship. Help me appreciate the Lord for. There's no king like him. There's no God like him. Hallelujah. This evening we're going to settle the second half of this year in worship. How many of you know that worship is the purest form of prayer? You can't get it wrong in worship. You can pray wrong, you can pray right, but in worship, it's the purest. Lift up your hands and wave it to him in worship. Say, Lord, this is for you. My whole life, I used to worship you. Everything I am, everything I have, I use it to glorify you. Take all the praise, take all the worship. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for your help. Thank you for your victory. Thank you for everything. We worship your majesty. Hallelujah to our king. In Jesus name we worship. What kind of amen is that? In Jesus name we worship. Hallelujah. Worship is dangerous in the mouth of a believer. I'm going to allow you to be seated for a moment as I bring you a short word from the Lord that is going to power us through the second part of our worship. You know, how many of you know that it's not easy to keep your eyes on the Lord? Come on now. Your bills are there. Your enemies are there. Your needs are there. So when the psalmist says, I lift up my eyes to you, Lord, in worship. (laughs) There's a reason. (laughs) Because a lot of things are trying to keep our attention on them. Can I get a witness? No, no, no. Can I really get a witness? And many times we don't even know that we have taken our eyes off the Lord. So instead of glancing at the world and keeping our eyes on the Lord, you know what happens? We fix our eyes on the world and take a glance at the Lord. Thank God for the image of the woman there. He just says, I don't have time for this world right now. I'm going to lift up my eyes to the Lord. I want to bring you a word. I'm going to read very quickly. And the multimedia will help me from Acts chapter 3. I'm going to read verses 2 to 10. And I'm so excited for you. I hope you're excited for yourself. Because when God speaks to me like this, it is going to be accompanied and followed through by the power and the manifestation of his love in our lives. I read, it says, a certain man, a particular man, lame from his mother's womb. His problem had always been there as long as he knows. He was carried, he had no ability to carry himself. Whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful. He came to church in a terrible state. 
And he came to ask alms from those who entered the temple. So even when prayer was going on, he was, his eyes were not on the altar. His eyes are when people who came late to church. But seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked for arms. He didn't ask for agreement. May situation be so may not our situation not be so bad that we can't even ask people for agreement. We're asking for handouts. May that not be our portion in Jesus' name. The Bible says in verse 4, very important. It says, and fixing his eyes on the man. This is Peter and John. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. Stop there. Stop there. Go back to verse 4. Fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said to the man, look at us. I want to ask you today, for somebody asking for arms, wasn't he looking at them? How do you ask somebody for something without looking at them? Peter was speaking by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. He was looking at them, but he was not seeing what he was supposed to be seeing. May the Lord cause us to look up. How will you ask arms from somebody walking towards you if you are not looking at them? If you take me to the contemporary English version of this verse 4, you will see something that will help every one of us. God, but they looked straight at him and said, look what? Up at us. Where your help coming from is not beneath. My help coming from the Lord, who is above the heavens. It says, look up at us. That was a divine instruction to the man. Saying your situation you were born in and you have been in can never change the way you are looking around. It's okay to look around, but does your help come from around? My hell coming from above. And he looked straight at them as a divine instruction said to him, look up at us. God is telling somebody, what you are looking at will not help you. Take your eyes away. Divine instruction in this day of Worship Wednesday, anyone that will elevate their heart elevate their eyes they're going to encounter the lord and the lord is going to do wonders for each and every one of us in jesus name and so my response is the theme of this meeting i will lift up my eyes to you lord That's my response. I wonder what your response is. Because each and every one here were like a type of that man. You know what it was? He sat in the familiar place. Doing the familiar thing. You don't want me to talk a little more, do you? Are you not sitting in the familiar place? Are you not doing the familiar thing? And along comes the representation or the representatives of the Lord in the number two. And the number two is the number of witness. And listen, when you come into the presence of the representatives of the Lord, what is best to ask them for is not money, is the instruction that will change your situation. 
I said the instruction that will change your situation. And so they had to get his attention. Says, look up at us. Somebody you are receiving your divine instruction right now. It will work wonders for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. But continue in the New King James Version to verse 5. After they said to him. You see, sometimes you are looking at a man. But did somebody not send the man? You know, some people speak to you with the voice of a man, but some people speak to you with the voice of the Holy Spirit. So, when you hear a man speak with the voice of the Holy Spirit, your response should not be like you're, you're responding to that man. No, no, no. When he says, look at us, who am I? Listen to the next thing he says. So, he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. He lifted his eyes, but he didn't lift his heart. His heart was still on begging when deliverance had arrived. May our heart be lifted up to the Lord today. The Bible says, so he gave them their attention, still expecting something that would keep him at the level. As your pastor, I wrestle you away from the place of the familiar so that God can take you to the place of expectation in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And verse 6, very quickly. Then Peter said, If you are looking to me as a man, to give you what a man can give you, I will disappoint you. He says, Silver and gold I do not have. Supposing what you are looking at does not have what you want. So if you are looking at me, Peter, to give you money... By the way, I may look rich, but I have no money to give you. But since you are looking at the right person, he says, but I do have. What I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. I want to ask you, do you want arms or do you want the blessing that make it rich and added no sorrow? He said, the arms that you are used to, I do not even have. But what I have, you will never need to beg again. Will somebody say amen? amen? What I have to give you, your situation will never be this same familiar place again. Today, as we worship, may God change our lives so better. I don't think you heard me. Today, as we worship, may the incredible happen in our lives. Verse 7. And he took him by the right hand. And lifted me up. I think the contemporary English version says he helped him up. Today as we worship, invisible hands will help us up. I was right. Then Peter took him by the hand and helped him up. What he couldn't do. Where he couldn't reach. What he couldn't achieve. What was impossible that other people were doing. May the Lord help us up in the name of Jesus. And at once, the man's feet and ankles became strong. Let's go back to the New King James Version. What was weak received strength. The Bible says immediately his ankle bones received strength. You know what happens? The place where you lift up your eyes to the Lord. What you have been managing, what you have been hiding, what was not enough will receive the strength of Jehovah. And so shall it be this evening to the glory of God without fail in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Say amen and amen and amen. Can I tell you something? Everybody has an area of weakness. And what happens, your area of weakness can make a nonsense of all the other areas of strength. Why are you all quiet? You know what we're, what we're good at doing? The areas of our strength, we now try and take something from that and use it to cover the area of our weakness. Listen, when Jehovah is coming, there's no point hiding your lame feet because you are going to receive strength in that area. So shall it be in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And his ankle bones received strength. He touched the hand. But it was the ankle that received strength. Whatever is going to happen today. Where we need the strength. It will happen there in the name of the Lord Jesus. Verse 9. Verse 8. So this man leaping up stood and walked and entered the temple with them. Somebody say with them. You're looking at me the way the man was looking at Peter and John. I said, say with them. Uh, no, 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 no. You know, they told a man looking at them, say, look at us. Which means you're not doing something right. I'm telling you the truth. Say with them. Let me hear you say with them. He went in with them. There are people that you thought were better than you because they go places you can't go. They have what you don't have. But today, if you will worship the Lord and take your eyes away from envy, take your eyes away from jealousy, take away your eyes from the familiar, you are not just going to have what they have, you are going to go with them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. People he used to beg change from, he started to move with them. Somebody get on your feet and take a step forward. Say, Lord, I'm not going to sit around where I used to be. I'm going to go with them. If you're a tenant, say, hey, I'm tired of the Tenant Association of Nigeria. I'm going to move with them to the Landlord Association. If you're not married and you're the marriageable age, it doesn't matter what happened. That single fellowship, you need to get away from them and move with them into a happily married ever after. Will you say amen for somebody? And he went with them walking, hey, leaping. Somebody say, and praising God. And praising God. And worshiping the Lord. Somebody shout hallelujah. No, 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 no. I said shout hallelujah. I didn't say say hallelujah. I said shout hallelujah. For the first time, hear me go and say shout hallelujah. He was leaping. He was shouting. And guess what happened? Nobody told him, you are a foolish man. What are you doing? And all the people saw him. And they saw him walking and praising God loudly. And verse 10. Come on now. Give me verse 10. Give me verse 10. Give me verse 10. Give me verse 10. Then they knew that it was he. The past tense. Anything that is not smelling right. Anything that is not good. It is going to become history. Because God is changing our story. It's going to become history. Because God is changing our story. Nobody dare shout him down. 
You see, when your shout is a shout of testimony, nobody will tell you to keep quiet. If, if you are shouting out of pain, they will tell you to keep quiet. If you are shouting out of need, they say, I cannot help you. May the Lord cause us to have a shout of testimony in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Bible says then, the word then means something changed. I said something changed. Somebody, I said something changed. You better say, Lord, let something change tonight. Let something change now, now. Then they knew. Nobody had to tell them. It was so obvious that it was he that used to sit but doesn't sit there anymore. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. The only thing he did was look where he was told to look. This evening, I called you out and I said, lift up your eyes to the Lord. That's all I said. That was the only thing he did. He didn't pray. He didn't do nothing. They just said, look at us. Lift up your eyes. Look up at us. Will somebody lift up their eyes to the Lord? Lift up your eyes to the Lord. Lift up your heart in worship. Take your eyes away from your needs. Take your eyes away from the familiar. Even forget how you have prayed. Just lift up your eyes up to the Lord in the place of worship because the thing you used to look at cannot help you the way you used to feel is not going to do the trick just lift up your eyes to the lord the psalmist said oh god that is enthroned in the heavenlies i lift up my eyes towards you in worship for you to be able to lift up your eyes in worship it means we have to take our eyes away from some things. Many times you don't even know that you are focused on something. The word look or look up is to change your focus. Uh, multimedia, give me some 119 verses 37 and 38 together in the New Living Translation. 119, 37 to 38. Somebody keeps saying, I will lift up my eyes to you, Lord. For my family, I will lift up my eyes to you, Lord. For concerning that situation, I will not look at that situation. I will lift up my eyes to you, Lord. The New Living Translation says, Turn my eyes from worthless things. Turn away my eyes from things that posture as if they can help me. But in truth, they are worthless things. And give me life. Through your word. Because the Lord watches over his word to perform it. It says reassure me of your promises that don't fail. Promises made for those like me who fear you. Turn my eyes away. From arms. From worthless things. The Passion Translation in verse 37 says help me. That one even says, help me, because I'm so used to looking at worthless things. Help me! It's a prayer, it's a cry. Help me turn my eyes away from illusions. From mirages. 
Things that look like will help or won't help. Help me. Somebody pray that prayer. Turn my eyes away from illusions. The psalmist said, so I can pursue that which is true. Everything else is falsehood. Help me this evening to turn my eyes away from illusions and lift up my eyes to the king of kings so that I can pursue only only that which is true I don't have time to waste anymore I'm prophesying about somebody I don't have time anymore I've wasted too much too much time has passed in my life I have been in this situation for too long help me turn my eyes away from illusions the things that look like will work but will not work wasting my time wasting my life wasting my opportunities it is so that I can pursue only only that which is true the psalmist says, drench my soul with Zoe life. Drench my soul with a life that brings victory and results. Drench my soul. Soak me. Let me be totally wet with Zoe life as I walk in your paths in the place of worship. Oh, somebody lift up your heart to the Lord. The Easy Bible, verses 37 and 38. We're going to go into worship now. The Easy Bible says, Turn my eyes away from useless things. I used to think they're useful. I used to think it will be of certain use to me. I used to think it will work. But turn my eyes, help me turn my eyes away from useless things. Use your word to help me leave her. Oh, live on the mountain top of life where eagles soar. Use your word to help me to live on that realm in that frequency of winners and not vict- victims. The psalmist says, I am your servant. Please do what you promised to do. I am your servant. Please do what you promised to do. You have promised to bless anyone who respects you by giving you unhindered worship. Why don't you lift up your hands to the Lord? Why don't you lift up your heart to the Lord? Divine instruction. Lift up your eyes from illusions. Lift up your eyes from useless things. I will lift up my eyes to the Lord. In worship, the psalmist says, I will lift up my eyes in worship. To the one with whom nothing shall be impossible. I'm the center of it all. With you, there are it's you that I see. It's you that I see. Can I have a witness in the house? Somebody say, I'm the center. I'm the center of it all. It's you that I see. What do you say tonight?
Someone to lift up their hands to the Lord and tell Him, I will take my eyes away. Mention those things, I'll take my eyes away from the help of man, I'll take my eyes away from the place of depression, I'll take my eyes away from the place of anxiety, I'll take my eyes away from looking around, I'll I'll take my eyes away from self help. So that I can lift up my eyes to you. The one who is my helper. The helper of Israel. Unto you alone. My worship will come. I will take my eyes. Away from. I want you to take a little time. And tell the Lord the truth. I take my eyes away. From the things where I used to feel. Was my strength. 
I'll take my eyes away and I'll cast my eyes on you. Someone say, I'll take my eyes away from my strength. I used to depend on my strength. I used to depend on my connections. I used to depend on my job. I used to depend on people. But I'll take my eyes away. That's the best prayer we can pray today. That's the instruction of the Lord. That's what he wants from us. Say, if you will take your eyes away from. Because if you don't take it away. You can't lift your eyes up. We lift up our eyes and worship. Hear our commitment. Receive our recommitment. To focus our attention on you. To lift up your eyes is to focus on him. The Living Bible, Psalm 119, verse 37 to 38. The Living Bible. Psalm 119, 37 and 38. The Living Bible says, Turn me away from wanting any other plan than yours. This is the key. Turn me away because I may not do it by myself. Somebody say, Lord, help me. Somebody say, Lord, help me. Turn me away from wanting any other plan than yours. The Bible says, I know the plans I have concerning you. The plans for good are not evil. To make sure you are not the vanquished, you are the victor. Turn me away from wanting any other plan than yours. Revive my heart towards you. Reassure me. Because a lot of us are beginning to doubt. Reassure me that your promises are for me. Somebody say for me. God reassure me that your promises are for me. For I trust you. I revere you. And I lift my eyes to you in worship. Please Lord, do this for me. We're going to continue to worship the Lord. Yes, you are the Lord. Yes, you are the This is a song I heard from the heavens. 
And God says, if I hear you sing that song from your heart, I will move in your life. That song says, you are the Lord most high. Meaning that what I used to look at is no longer the most high. Meaning the way I used to be, draw my strength from is not the Lord anymore. I want you to sing the song. And you will see angels move into position. You will see mighty things. You begin to see the gates to the city of the desire opening onto you. So that the illusions we used to look at, the useless things we used to believe in, we dethrone them as we say, Yes, you are the Lord. to join to 9 to 10 from the Passion Translation of the Bible. This is the word of the Lord to us. And the word of the Lord came to me saying, gaze upon him. Take your eyes and your gaze away from the world. Gaze upon him who is beautiful in every situation. Join your life with his life. Uh, join your life with his life and joy will come gaze upon him take your eyes away from everyone else and join your life with his life and joy will come and your faces will glisten with glory. 
I said your faces will glisten with glory. You will never again, never wear that shame face again. Some people are acting religious. Uh, you will never wear that shame face again. Never again, never again, never again. No shame face again, no begging face again, no sorry face again, no defeat face again. You will never wear that shame face again. Set the streets of the Lord. You will never wear that shame face, that defeated face again. That loser face again. That lonely face again. That unhappy face again. That broke face again. You will never, never, never again wear that shame face again. Share the speech of the Lord. Verse 9. This is the word of the Lord to the worshippers. Who lifted their eyes away to gaze on the glory of the Lord. It says, worship in awe and in wonder. All of you who have been made holy. For all who fear. Who fear him. Will feast with plenty. For all who lift up their eyes. Gaze in the glory of his holiness. And worship in awe and wonder. All sort of people will feast with plenty. I don't think you heard me. It didn't say you will eat. It said you will feast. Because he lays a banquet table. Before me in the sight of my enemies. He anoints my head with oil. My cup begins to run over. Goodness and mercy, grace and prosperity begin to accompany me all the days of my life. Worship him in awe and wonder. And all sort of people will feast in plenty. Let me hear a loud amen. Because where we're going, verse 10 says, even the strong, and even the wealthy, ah, some things will happen. They will grow weak and hungry. Meaning anybody who is looking and gazing on his wealth or his power. It says they will go weak, they will go, grow hungry. But those who passionately pursue the Lord will never again lack any good thing. Can you say amen and amen and amen and amen and amen and amen and amen? Yes, you are the Lord. Yes, you are. everyone will kneel down and say thank you Lord that word from the Lord is word for me I wish you would kneel down and say Lord that word from the Lord is for me as I gaze upon him 
As I join my life to His, my joy cometh. My face will shine with God's glory. I will never again wear that shame face of defeat and broke and lonely and unhappy again. Never again. As I worship Him in awe and wonder. Amongst those that fear God, I too will feast with plenty. Not just eat, not just eat, but feast with plenty. The times when the strong begin to grow weak and the wealthy begin to go hungry, nothing good will I lack. The Bible says the Lord will cause that we will never lack any any good thing in any area of life. A total blessing on every side. At all times without fail. will never lack any good thing good. In every sphere of life. If every dispensation. Will never lack any good thing. We bow our knees. In worship and with thanksgiving. For you have sent your word. And our countenance changes and our faces are radiant. Thank you for this worship Wednesday. Thank you for arranging this time. Thank you that we don't look at frivolities anymore. We're not deceived by illusions anymore. We're not going to be confounded by useless things and that cannot help us. Because you ordered our steps aright. We thank you, Jehovah God. We worship your majesty. Thank you for helping us. Helping us lift up our eyes away from hopeless things. Thank you, Lord. Your word will become flesh and be profitable unto us. It is the shouts of testimonies that will be shouting and people will come rejoicing with us. Thank you. The best place to be is in your presence. We worship your majesty. We bless the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name, we have worshipped. Amen. Amen. If you know that you have received from the Lord today, help me appreciate my King. If you know that 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 God touched you, God reached you, God gave you your word. Can you help me? Help me bless my King. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. At times like this, I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say anymore. But never again will we allow useless things to hold our focus keep our eyes on the Lord thank you 
Thank you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I want to bless God for what he has done today.